0: Hello and welcome to Movie Autopsy. My name's Paul Culliver, my co-host, Anthony McCormack. You'll hear from him in a second. Now, today's episode was originally published as part of my daily podcast Bath Time. We didn't even know what movie autopsy was yet. All we knew is that we went to see a film and straight away raced back to the studio to record our conversation in reaction to it. So today's movie autopsy is The Hunger Games, Mockingjay, Part 1. Anthony McCormack, welcome to Bath Time. I've never been here before. (laughs) What do you mean? You've been here many times.
1: I forgot about all those other things. Thank you so much for having me, Paul.
0: Well, thank you for taking me to the Melbourne premiere of Hunger Games, The Mockingjay... Part, part one? one? Oh, man. Yeah. God, could it have any more subtitles to the the Mockingjay, part one, subsection B, clause F, f. file D, <laughs> viewed
1: through the prism of orange, Dewey Decimal System 99.31, <laughs> well, it's pretty much chapter one. Like, if you follow the part one, part two phase mm. through to its natural conclusion. A lot of people are saying, you got to go to TV now if you want movie-quality storytelling. It's <laughs> kind of like movies has become television. It was it's- like, we're
0: just going to stretch it out. Before, exactly. Before, um, so, uh, The Hunger Games, so it's the third movie. We've just gone to see it. Uh, you're going to be listening to this. Uh, we're going to release this on the day it actually comes out, I think the 20th of November. Uh, but we've just gone to see it on the Friday night, uh, 14th of November, in Melbourne, the Melbourne Premiere. Very good. I was trying to do that on the train, and I could not, because <laughs> I can't whistle.
1: But what was fantastic about it is that you you missed the mark so much <laughs> that no one could tell what you were doing, and uh, thus, you spared yourself uh, yeah, any embarrassment.
0: Yeah, yeah, I missed the mark, yeah, by so much. It was like, <laughs> what is he? There's, they didn't even consider I could be doing the mocking call. So, that was fine. Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, so we saw, uh, I actually have just crammed in the last 24 hours. I've watched number one and number two, and we've just watched, so we'll do, as, we, as we've done with previous episodes, we've done, like, we did Gone Girl, and we did, uh, uh, Interstellar. Interstellar, uh, where this episode is gonna be full of spoilers, but we're gonna do a magic thing where it's not a spoiler, and the best way for the rest of the next, like, half an hour have a long to not be spoilers, Anthony,
1: is if you've seen the
0: movie. Thank you very much. So... I think we just put it right now. The marker is here. Stop listening if you haven't seen Hunger Games. Or I guess you could keep listening if you've read the book, but still, maybe just don't. Like, be warned.
1: Yeah. Yep, Spoilers
0: yep. within. All right. This yeah. is the mark. Right. Right. Now Now. Oh my god I can't believe I can't uh,
1: (laughs) Every time you do the mark You just straight away want to drop a massive spoiler Yeah
0: yeah yeah That's what I wanted to Nothing happens in the film
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well that that is the thing Is that I mean the first movie and the second movie The first movie I I saw And everything in it was so interesting to me Except for the Hunger Games which Which is not to say they were boring I mean everyone's fighting for their lives and everything But far more interesting than the games themselves was the world outside of the games. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's like, that was like,
0: hey, look at this Hunger Games. I'm like, yeah, but what about the product? How is that the product of this society? Let's look at the society.
1: And that's where I think you were telling me this story earlier tonight, Paul, where you were watching number two. I'd read the book by the time I walked into number two. But you were watching number two. and, And when they get pulled back into the games, you're like... The Games again. (laughs) I
0: love everything about Hunger Games except for the Hunger Games. That's
1: that's kind of the contradiction of it. So, I was having a ball of a time with this movie where there are no Hunger Games in the Hunger Games third part movie. No
0: Hunger Games. But Um, a lot more death, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And and that's a little funny to me that people die in the Hunger Games. Like, that's why it's such a big, you know- Mm. sat satirical look at you know entertainment and blah 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 people actually die, but when people die not in the games, it seems more significant somehow
0: yeah well it's 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 like a it's like government sanctioned death in the hunger games and then. Well, it's still government sanctioned, yeah. but it's- Well, it's interesting- well,
1: it, It's almost like you're taken in by the the its own satire. Like, you're watching people being killed for entertainment, and you're like, oh, but well, that's okay. They're just being killed for entertainment.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's interesting in the second film, um, when Katniss reveals that she's pregnant, which is just made up, or I think, does Peter do it, um- they're, all the crowd, the Capitol starts chanting, stop the game, stop the games. So, they have a moral line. Mm. They have a line that can be crossed. Um, but I don't know what that- like, that's the line? It's a weird thing of like, when does the violence become, you know, sanctioned and necessary as opposed to- But it's all- but it all comes down to, I think, the propaganda of the Capitol. And I thought that was really what this part one- Is all about really the the, it's the fight of propaganda as opposed to the fight itself.
1: And Stanley Tucci, for me, the standout in number one, and I can't remember him in number two, but I would have loved you know whatever he did in number two because his character and the way that he plays it, and I'm so glad they found a place for him in this third movie, where it's you you always felt like there's there's a line. Of like, how much does this guy know what's going on, and how much is he just, you know, the effy trinket kind of airheaded kind of? I don't really know, but whatever. Tell me who you're dating, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And there, he's ha- the
0: he's the host of like the the he's the Gretel Colleen of the Hunger exa- Games, exactly. Like the host of
1: the TV show, yeah. And for for him to be doing the, I can't remember if that's in the book because we should establish as well that I I'm a book reader. And you are not a book reader.
0: Well, I, I'm a book reader, but I haven't read these. Oh books, yeah, 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 I should
1: say uh, that, that's what I meant.
0: I weirdly enough, I well, to go into. Like, I did a lot of reading in my teens, and now I just consume whatever they make into movies, and I don't read that much anymore.
1: Yeah, well, it's kind of like if it's a good enough book, you know, they'll make the movie yeah, eventually.
0: Exactly. And I, it's like with, uh, like a lot of people say with Game of Thrones, they're like, I could read the books, but I'm enjoying the way Game of Thrones, the TV series, is doing it so well. That I almost don't want the books people say I don't want the books to ruin the movie like mm. the T V series. Or is, you know, people used to talk the other way around. They're like, Oh, I want to read it first. Like my mum. She'll her reading list is basically determined by whatever movies are being made out of books. That's what she reserves from the library, and then she always reads the book before she sees the film. Uh whereas me, I'm like, I'll just see the film. But I'm I'm also not against I'm not I'm not one of those people that like Yeah. Yeah. And when I'm on the book I'm on the book reader side absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah I just yeah. don't read the book.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well I read the uh, the Hunger Games book so long ago that my memory of what actually happens in it is very hazy. Mm. I do remember some like, more it's like emotions of like uh, when I like a character and when I don't. Yeah and um, and, I, and I was saying to you going in that I knew that Julianne Moore played a, a, a character in this. We're not spoiling the movie because you've gone, you've You've seen seen the film. She is basically the good version of Donald Sutherland. Mm. So, whereas Mm. he is the bad president, she's like the good president. Mm. And I I was kind of interested as well because she's got, uh, I suppose you'd call it business. She's got business by the end of the story. Mm. But I I was kind of thinking to myself, how are they going to make her compelling in, in a part one? where most of her business would be in the part two kind of thing. Right. And uh, something that was very interesting to me, they did something with her eyes. There was a different colour. Her eyes were were insane. Uh, I mean... Uh, you, you mean
0: know. different to what Julian Julian Moore?
1: Yeah. Well, I hope that they are, and I'm not just
0: imagining it. So, you think she's got, like, some coloured contacts or something? Is uh, that what you're saying? Yeah.
1: Either that or she held her breath for a really long time. <laughs> She's really method. But, I mean, with the, the hair and the and she had this look- Meth or method, one or the other. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I, I mean, it's not a- Yeah, I, I, I was really impressed with what she did, and I, I think part two is going to be very fun on that front.
0: Yeah, this my problem is that I, I we walked out of the cinema and went, oh, like, I enjoyed it, but it has
1: part one-itis. It does. It's- I, I was so into it. That when it starts wrapping up and you can feel it wrapping up, it's, 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 you know, it's tying everything up in a nice little bow. Yeah. And you're saying, hang on, hang on. No, no, no. I paid, I didn't pay for the ticket. I, I came to the cinema, you know, to be, and, 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 and it kind of just, it doesn't have an ending.
0: I got to say, the espionage kind of, break into the capital to rescue the the, Vic, the Victorians. What are they called? The Victorians. No the The, the Victors. Victors. <laughs> we should be called Victorians. People that live in the state of Victorian Australia should be called victors. Not yeah. Victorians. We should be the victors.
1: Well I mean let's let's run that up the flagpole. On, our,
0: on our number plate. It shouldn't say like the place to be or whatever it says now. It should be a state full of winners.
1: Victorious victors. We we win. We we we're winners
0: just oh, wear winners yeah. that's it uh, anyway um,
1: veni vici victoria
0: <laughs> when when we when when victory
1: is the, Where, is it i came i, think- I saw i Had a ball.
0: (laughs) I came, I saw, I killed 23 other people in (laughs) an arena.
1: Now give me my house.
0: (laughs) Um, uh, Yeah, that sequence at the end is pretty, that's a pretty great sequence, to be honest. Like, that ranks up there, I think, for me, for action sequences. Oh, yeah. In terms of suspenseful, it's amazing because they don't, it's amazing that it's that suspenseful and great and so entertaining, considering they don't fights, there's actual, actually no combat in that entire sequence.
1: And what well, I was even doubly impressed that, I mean, as a- it, It's almost a cheat the way they do it, but it works so well. The Finnick O'Dare is broadcasting, and as he's broadcast- they're, they're basically just saying, Phil, Phil. <laughs> <Yeah, So, yeah. laughs> all he's saying is all of this stuff that's in the books- This is the way I remember it anyway- in the books, but has no excuse to come out in the plot. So it's like Finnegoodhead just standing there and Kara saying, "I'm going to tell you another thing about this guy." Yeah, yeah, he yeah. does this. Well, he does that.
0: That's the weird thing. Is it was like it was almost as if like like that extra level. Maybe it comes into play more uh, in the second. Well, this is a thing you've read the second, like the the full third book. Yeah, I've not, uh, so I can only guess at what comes out. But it's kind of like. It's almost like they're like, look, believe us when we say Donald Sutherland. You know, ca- uh, Captain Snow. What's his name? Uh, President S- Snow. President Snow. Uh,
1: Cap- President John Snow.
0: Uh-
1: <laughs> <laughs> he knows nothing. You know nothing of the capital, John <laughs> Snow. Wasn't isn't Mister Mister Freeze's name like Snow or something like it's Freeze. This- it's but it's spelt in a very Germanic oh, okay. way. Victor Victor Freeze. There you <laughs> go. Hey. hey.
0: Imagine if Donald Sutherland just ripped off his face and it was Arnie.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I I did imagine that. Why on earth did you put that in my head? I'm gonna have nightmares tonight. (laughs) I still see you (laughs) tonight's broadcast. Get me doctor. Uh, I don't know what I've done, but it's biologically impossible. (laughs) How can a big man fit in a small man? So, I mean, but that's the thing
0: is was the juxtaposition of everything bad that Lord Snow is. But it was almost like convincing <laughs> the Snow- audience that he's bad. And it's like, mm.
1: well, we already know. Well, yeah, there is something about, I, I think the first movie, it it's like, it lulls you a little bit because it's like- you hear that he's terrible, but when you see him, I, I can't. It, it's been a while. You you've brushed up on the movies <laughs> yeah, recently, yeah. so you can tell me if I'm wrong. That when you see him, he's he's being all like, you know, I'm going to tell you a truism and whatever. He's telling, he's laying the straight dope. But at no point are you like, oh come on, President Snow, that's evil. That's just plain yeah, evil.
0: But I think maybe it's my like, you know. um, Exposure to dystopian, like texts and literature and yeah. all that sort of thing is that uh, my brain is maybe trained to go, Well, I can see that so totalitarian, totalitarian state he's running, therefore he is a bad person. Yeah. Like, that's maybe in my automatic head. Whereas, I guess for like a lot of like teenagers and stuff watching it that are like teenage fans of the book, uh, they're teenage whatever they do. <laughs> they could be teenage fans of the book, they could be teenage <laughs> going and eating some pasta. Uh, but they're, the teenagers watching it, maybe it's for them, it's a bit more of a. You don't know about dystopian literature yet. Let yeah. me tell you this guy. But in the second film he's threatening to kill family members. Yeah. So it's like it's not like oh we need to undermine his uh his um his legitimacy in the role.
1: He's evil whether he earned that role or not. Yeah. Well, I I get the sense the first story is you know, if you sat down in a room with this man and had a talk to him, he could be pretty reasonable. Mm-hmm. And and you get that sense as a viewer, as a reader, and you're like, oh, if only they had the chance, you know, to just sit down, and just talk. Like Katniss is all like, oh, you don't un- you don't understand what I've been through. I'm just trying to do the right thing here. My sister, you know, Peter, I want to keep everyone alive. Mm. That's all. Under- and like, and you say to yourself. Oh, all the president needs is to understand that, and he'll he'll, and that's like the tension going into number two, where it 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 slowly, you know, you're like, oh no, he's misunderstanding. He understands. He knows exactly what's yeah, going yeah. on. I was curious
0: about the fact that, like, oh no, well, I guess it gets explained. The reason they let them escape the capital is because Peter's been turned into a a weapon, a River Song, if you will, uh, mm-hmm. for any for any Doctor Who fans. Or, uh, I'm trying to think of also the other character- was that character in Firefly? Is a bit like that. Um- oh,
1: the, uh, the Tam girl. Yeah, River? Yeah, yeah. Ri- ri- n- river? Sh- I think- R- no, I, was- I think
0: you're right. Also, River. Yeah, hang on, I need to- We need to-, to look this up, because that's- that's kind of almost like it's a nod to that.
1: I think you're right. I think it's River. Yeah, oh, that's- that's a connection I'd never seen before. Yeah. Because okay. I, I- I know it's Summer glow, so Summer is in Summer River is coming into my head.
0: Yeah right. I was in summer as her is the
1: <laughs> that that's the actual actress's name. Right right.
0: All right, we need to look this up. Um, uh, but yeah, so that that's interesting. Um, and it was I don't know the fact that you. See, I thought I was thought that sequence was ramping up to them finding something really horrible. Um, and maybe it was just the minutiae of well, not the minutiae, but just the actual mechanics of showing the rescue of the people. It was it. It had more tension if they actually didn't show them until they'd gotten back to the compound. So
1: River Song, River Tam, isn't wow. that incredible?
0: There you go. Yeah. We've just blown some people's minds.
1: Peter, uh, on his birth certificate, Peter River Malak. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, Peter in in no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, well, the other thing is River Tam wasn't necessarily. Like, a a plant to get to anyone. No,
0: no, but she was, like, a highly trained... Yeah. Uh, she'd been brainwashed the, yeah, she'd it, been, to well, a she'd, certain extent. Well, that's extent. the thing. She'd been... Bra- yeah, that's the thing. She'd been brainwashed Uh, and she was, like, a fighting, you know... Yeah. So, yeah. it was similar. And River and then, yeah. So, I think we can draw that line. So th- I don't think that's a coincidence that River Song and... Yeah. Yeah. So, there's, a, there's yeah.
1: Julianne Moore's incredible eyes... There's, um, <laughs> there's Peter Malark. Now, he, we were talking about this, mm. whether he had genuinely lost that weight or whether there was some computer magic going on there. Yeah,
0: a bit of reverse Chris Evans, uh, yeah. <laughs> Captain America style. Uh, yeah, because I was obsessed by his neck. Yeah, I... Because yeah. he was wearing these weird, like, capital-esque... Uh, garments
1: Restrictive
0: Very restrictive neck stuff that was almost like they they dressed in that way to kind of It was like the effect of thinning yeah. the
1: neck And the the first interview, there's like a reverse tie It's like a bird beak oh, I was
0: looking at that the whole time I couldn't I even did- look at his face <laughs>
1: Like, I, it took me a couple of seconds and I was like Hang on, that wouldn't be very comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> and it's only now that I look back and go, well, duh. Like, that's the point.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh Peter M- <laughs> M-
1: Malak? Malak, yeah. Yeah.
0: I just, I just I like that because it sounds like Malaki.
1: It's so close, isn't it?
0: <laughs> Which I know is a phrase that you like to use oh, a lot.
1: Oh, it's Peter Malaki.
0: <laughs> I don't know if anyone else will appreciate that, but that's okay. I'm still reeling from the river thing. Um... I feel like I discovered that a couple of years ago, and then just didn't share it with anyone. It's kind of been it's been sitting in my body, my brain. <laughs> oh, for a long I'm glad time. you got it out. Yeah, yeah, all over
1: the table. Oh, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I'll
0: clean that up later. That's fine. Uh, but yeah, it's got it. Even though it has that really cool sequence, and it's yeah, it's interesting because I think the whole time I'm like, let's go, let's go, let's just beat up the capital, let's go, and it's mm. almost like. It kind of doesn't explain why they haven't just gone and done that. Like, it's not quite, like, why aren't they? Like, they're fighting a war of words. That's the the ep- the, the episode. It almost is like an episode. Uh, the film is really, it is all about hearts and minds. Yeah. Um, which, again,
1: is a bit of a satire on sort of American foreign policy and stuff. Um, and, and there was a the, the very first pe- piece of propaganda that they did, the pro-pro. Or whatever it was. Mm. Pro Pro sounds a lot like True True. It's like Cloud Atlas all over again. You speak to True True. We're through the Pro Pro. Um, but this is, uh, I, I, I had the distinct feeling that they were making fun of. It, like the in the same way that we were talking about, the um, the deaths in the Hunger Games didn't really hit you the same way the actual real proper deaths did, right? Go. Right, <laughs> but the proper deaths, yeah, you know, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like um, <laughs> the, the fact that they make this piece of propaganda with Katniss, and then at the end, it's like it's using the official Hunger Games. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's like big text in the Hunger Games font saying "join the fight," <laughs> and it's it, like to me it was like a trailer for the movie inside right. the movie. That
0: was a bit weird because it was like, who's that visual effects guy? Yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, looked at, like, uh... Oh, who's the technical guy? I'm like, has he got time to run a render on that? Like...
1: Well, the other thing is when they get her to do the flag thing in front of that's, the green that's screen... That's
0: true. That is pretty advanced.
1: Yeah, but the green screen is, like, some incredible hollow hollow deck, ridiculous...
0: Yeah. Well, that's why it's the interesting thing, because I, I noticed this watching the first, uh, first movie... Is that yeah? You open up on District Twelve, where there is basically no technology past like the industrial kind of age, industrial revolution, you know that kind of era. Mm -hmm. But then it's very quickly juxtapositioned with clearly the uh, well, the first thing I think you notice, well, I notice, is when they get uh, your blood, the blood sample for the reaping, and then they scan that and they like tick you off. And that's the, the, the peacekeepers doing that. And so, that's the first kind of sig- uh, signal you kind of get that, oh, the capital have this crazy technology, like futuristic technology, compared to them making District 12 live in. So, it's this confusing thing where we see, like, them living in this, like, almost back to the Stone Age kind of thing. Yeah. Well, back to the Industrial Age. Or even, like, for District 13, it's almost, like, 1970s-esque kind of, I feel. I don't know. Is that just me? Um, Like, military bunker kind of stuff. Cold War-esque yeah. Kind of living, but then what you you kind of forget that? Oh, actually, they've the capital has this crazy technology, and it's just clearly there are remnants of it throughout the districts.
1: And that's I feel like I mean you get a glimpse of the capital in the first movie. I can't I can't remember the second movie all too well, but where they are the um you know the the challenges in the games and they come and they stay in the hotels and the hotels are. Luxury through the eyeballs, mm. um, but as well, and, and even now that we're out of the games, we seem to be spending more time in the underground district thirteen, mm. and, and and you don't get into the capital at all. There's no entry. There's ex- yeah,
0: that's the thing. We have no point of view on the capital. So there's the whole talk about like winning the hearts and minds of not only the districts but also the capital. Like, well, we need to broadcast to the capital, all that sort of thing. The capital. The <laughs> The capital. Well it's kind of like That's what District 13 Exactly, like. exactly. They're like Capital More like <laughs> Well,
1: I, I thought to my head That's District 13's <laughs> nickname It's yeah, kind of yeah. like The Capital versus the Crapital
0: <laughs> But that's the thing Yeah you don't see Any of the regular peeps at all uh, In the Capital So you don't actually know What they're like Responding to uh, and- Or even like the fact That there's part of the only power Are they actually starting to live like is that dangerous for them? We don't really know what stretch of time this is, whether it's been a couple of days or whatever. Mm. But if you have a, a civilized society that's re- relying on running water and power and that sort of thing, you take away power for a couple of days with no aid or assistance, that's get that's going to be worse than, say, the society that was living without it in the first place. Yeah. Right? Like, pestilence and disease and all lack of food and- Because all, all your processes for serving up food and water and all that sort of thing, they're all going to break down. Uh, so in theory, the capital is pretty screwed without power, you know, past a week or so.
1: Mm. So I then it becomes we'll, a capital very quickly, and,
0: and then that's absolutely a way for the people to start turning against the government. So I think that'll be interesting to see uh, whether that plays out. I'm really curious about that kind of thing.
1: I'm interested if we're going to get into the capital in part two.
0: You kind of feel like that needs to happen. Like yeah. that's well, surely that's the big. I'm assuming there's a big set piece, warfare. I kind of be disappointed if that doesn't happen. Like, capital well, yeah. under siege.
1: It's almost like the second we, as an audience, get into the capital, it's not going to be the capital anymore. It's going to be war-torn. Like,
0: yeah. That's probably the last half an hour, 40 minutes of the movie has got to be- That's prob- they probably won't get into the- I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah. uh, they'll get into the capital in the last 30, 40 minutes. Uh, and I yeah, I hope it's not just like a stealthy mission to like kill Donald Sutherland. And then, oh, cool, we killed him. That's the end of the movie. I hope it's like f- full on.
1: I I think there's more business with with President Snow before it's yeah, before yeah. he's all said and done.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you don't want it. Yeah, I don't want it to be a disappointment. Like Harry Potter for me was disappointing when they depicted it in the film. It seemed like it was even though that was an epic fight at Hogwarts. It like when Harry went Voldemort. Like I didn't feel it when they yeah. faced off it was just like okay we're here now oh we're fighting oh Voldemort's dead it was like it was really like ah well, I feel like it should have been much more epic
1: yeah milk that sucker for milk what that worth. sucker
0: so hopefully Hunger Games does that as well but it yeah it's 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 a frustrating film because it's we know it's part 1 yeah. of 2 and
1: you're like and you- and it was so good like to to my mind before that non ending happened mm. That was my favorite, and it was the Hunger Games movie I was hungry for. Yeah, because the the first two, I mean, the first one I, I watched, and I'm like, I can't wait for number two. I read the book of number two, and it was like The Empire Strikes Back, but in Hunger Games terms. Like, what I really like about the twist in number two. Is that it, it reads so much like the first story. And in Harry Potter terms, it's like, Oh, I bet it's Voldemort again. <laughs> you know, he's found another way. He's written himself into another book. Um, but by the time the ending hits you, you realize that you've been reading this surface story and all of this stuff has actually been going on underneath yeah. and behind. And, and that's where I feel now that we've got this third movie. It's almost like a big, huge one piece. Like, they're talking about splitting the the three into two parts, but it's kind of like the three books are one part.
0: Yeah, the, it's a very continued on story, isn't it?
1: In, yeah. in the sense that it's delaying your gratification, and it's only now that it's given you what you need. It is a little bit, because
0: at the end of every one of these films, I'm like, I want to know the next bit of it. Not not like I want to know what happens, but more like I felt like you were building to- Yeah, I, yeah. It's like at the end of the first uh, Hunger Games, i.e. the 74th Hunger Games, it was like- This is where shit happens now. And, like, Mm. actually, when I first watched the film, I actually... Now, readers might hate me for this. I went on the Wikipedia and, like, read the... the, This is the thing. I read the story of the rest of it. I've now forgotten it. Mm. Uh, But I was like, I don't know. I just want to know what happens because clearly shit goes down. Like, it's not just going to be, like, three three versions of The Hunger Games and then that's the end. (laughs) Everyone goes
1: home. Would it be fair to say it's kind of like eating a chocolate cake, but... The first part is just the flour. You're just eating nothing but flour. <laughs> you're like, well, that's all right, but I I feel like I'm still hungry. And then the second part has some more flour. We've got to get a lot of flour in there and, and a little bit of egg and a little bit of cocoa. And then you come out of the second one saying, oh, oh got the cocoa taste in my mouth. Mm. Oh. But then the third one, they're grabbing you and they're shaking you up. I don't know what ingredients go into a chocolate cake. You know
0: what? I've just... <laughs> <laughs> wow! Oh, man. I almost let that go. I almost let that go. And then I thought about it for half a second. Oh, worst analogy ever. <laughs> it falls down
1: very quickly.
0: Holy shit. I okay. challenge
1: anyone to make a chocolate cake that <laughs> is 80% Wow. <wild. laughs> I I mean, you're you're not
0: far wrong Yeah Uh.
1: (laughs) But as long as you get the general gist But I think you're closer
0: to chocolate cake there I mean, chocolate (laughs) bread there Oh, man Oh, God Send us your chocolate cake Um, And if we... Yeah, alright
1: Yeah, alright
0: Well... (laughs) Uh. (laughs) <laughs> Shall we move on from that?
1: Um, Chocolate cake and circuses is all you need to subdue the crowd.
0: Yeah, and that's what we were talking about, I was trying to think about why it was called Pan Am, because that's, yeah. we, I, was, I read somewhere supposedly it's like a futuristic America, and I was thinking, like, it's Pan Am, like Pan America, maybe. Uh, but then you were saying... Um, th- it's an actual Latin phrase, and I can't... But Pan Am... And it's something to do with pan being like root word uh, in Latin that kind of means bread. Like in French, pain is bread. So it's, it's something to do with bread and the masses and all that sort of thing. So that's yeah. interesting. Um, so it
1: yeah. it goes all the way back to the Romans and the and the gladiator events and whatever. Mm-hmm. And 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 it basically talked about um, the the things that you need to uh, give the the populace. In order for them to not revolt against you, right? And it's it's very slim. It's basically a little bit of bread, a little bit of entertainment. That's it.
0: It's like yeah, that's which is
1: which is pretty much the story of the Hunger yeah, Games. Yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, it's interesting uh, I realised I mentioned on an episode A couple of episodes ago How I watched Snowpiercer And it's very similar I realised how similar Basically the districts are I just wanted to make This quick parallel And we'll move on uh, Is that the districts Lined up And they all serve A different purpose It's actually very similar To Snowpiercer But then also If you think about it Very similar to a lot Of dystopian texts Where Like, I was mentioning the Justin Timberlake one, where it's, like, he actually goes through different districts and, like, spends more time every time he does it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, yeah, it's a a kind of a- maybe it's a trope of dystopian kind of text that people are segregated, but also then each segregation has, like, a specific function to do. Which, actually, in economics, in, in like, a capitalist society, almost doesn't make that much sense because- (laughs) sorry to get a bit technical here- but if you think about it, every district is a mini-society- So, then to make everyone in that society a specialist in a particular field, and then it's almost like for many societies to function, you'd almost want different people to be good at different things. So, it's it's confusing how that works, but from from like a societal standpoint.
1: I don't know if this is off topic, and I suspect that it is, but I've been playing a lot of Monopoly- because uh, on the on the on the on the pad, because mm. the you know the the store that sells Monopoly said, "Hey, uh, have some Monopoly for free." <laughs> and uh, and the firstly, the AI behind it, what a cheating oh, scumbag! Oh, really? Ah, oh, I've said it, it, it. Couldn't possibly be. Any easier on the easy setting, <laughs> but then, like it's—I played Monopoly, you know, back when I was a kid. Now, I played it a lot of times. I never realised until I played it on the on the pad that as you go across the board, the properties actually go up in value to the point where the the um, the property that is right next to go, in other words. On the other side, like, the last property... Like, Mayfair. Mayfair For, in the in the yeah. UK. Yeah. I, mm. I can't remember what the US version is. Oh, I don't know, no. And something like, um... Oh, sorry. But,
0: uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's probably, like Wall, uh, like, Wall Street or... Yeah, that's My sounds... guess is, like, Wall Street, something New York-y.
1: Yeah. Um, but that is not only the most expensive property, but if you have a hotel in that property you're basically, you've won the game. Mm, mm. Like, anyone who lands on that is screwed. Yeah. Um, To the point where you make that analogy of, like, everything in a straight line, like, you know, having all your specialists in in all these different places and... and... (laughs) (laughs)
0: Are you saying that Monopoly is a dystopian (laughs) board game? Pretty much. Like,
1: I've been reading up on the history of Monopoly and I believe it started as uh, it, it was called the landlord's game. Yeah. And it started to teach people the lesson of, isn't this ridiculous what we're doing with property?
0: Well, yeah, it's basically, yeah, because the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. Yeah. That is monopoly. It yeah. is capitalism. Yeah, absolutely.
1: And <laughs> and people kind of took the wrong virtue out of it and said, hey, it's really fun when we win. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That's so true. That's horrifyingly it true.
0: It is. That's, and that's why capitalism will stay how it is, because all the rich people were like, is it so great how <laughs> yeah. much money we have? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, but like, what about all the pale people? Yeah, there's poor people, but look how much money we have. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't they buy a Mayfair? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that, that'll yeah. suit them, right? Go
0: give them some 80% flour cake. <laughs> <laughs> Let them eat this disgusting
1: <laughs> <flour>
0: <laughs> <cake>. <laughs> Oh, man.
1: Mm. That's
0: amazing. I just wanted to mention also, I kind of was halfway through Philip, Philip Seymour Hoffman so great. And kind of that mm. moment, halfway through, I'm like, Wait, I'm watching this guy on screen and he's not with us anymore. Yeah. I kind of had that moment of realization and be like, I almost need to enjoy him more, like I need to give him more focus. I'm like, oh. oh
1: And 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 there was a scene in it that and you don't know when you're using this incredibly talented actor, you know, you don't know on the day that however many months down the track we're gonna lose him forever. Mm. But I'm so glad that they had this scene where it's 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 Julianne Moore. And and there's a whole subtext there which is really great about she's very cold and to the fact and this is what you get just the facts, ma'am. And and he is kind of in her ear, um, mm. you know, kind of well, let's sell it a little bit, let's make it sexy, let's you know. And just at the end, there's no you never see the direct conversation because maybe it, that's the other thing you don't know is how much of his role was completed. Mm. So, it might well, even be- they,
0: No, they- I, I read something pretty soon after he passed that supposedly he had shot everything. Right. So, not including maybe any pickups they did need, yeah. but he had shot his entire role, but it was uh, a, including part two.
1: It was a great where you, you go from A to C and the B is implied, mm. where it, she's giving this speech and it's this beautiful, warm speech, and then you just pan across the crowd and there's Philip Seymour Hoffman- wording along with the yeah, speeds yeah. written every single line and then when when it finishes and he gives this beautiful clap <laughs> to the and yeah. it's just it's everything in, in it is so it's his character but it's it's you, you see a little bit of Philip in there too mm. you know that you see in all of his other roles like it's that that wonderful little <laughs> playful kind of I'm genuinely clapping but also I'm so glad this worked yeah. kind of thing.
0: Um, so, that was- Yeah, that was really lovely to watch. Uh, and it's kind of- Hunger Games- Like, I was- when, it, when the series started, I was so ready to dismiss it. Just been like, oh, whatever. Another young adult, Twilight, whatever. Mm-hmm. But they've- I liked that they went, no, we're going to do a serious- It's got to be funny in place. Actually, this had more- Funnily enough, this movie, I think, had more humour than the previous ones. I found maybe it's more being- Viewing it with people- uh, Like, in a cinema, there was a lot more laugh-out-loud moments. But maybe it's also because they realized they needed more humor because there's so much dark dark shit going on.
1: Well, I remember the first one I went to see with the lady, and uh, it was a cinema full of young children. Mm. And uh, it was in the games, and I can't- it was a a, a really- it was a bully, basically. One of the contestants, and he's a bully. And he comes back to- is there a- jog my memory here. Is there, like, a little kid that's guarding- Upon- Roo, probably. Uh, it might not be Rue, but uh, this, this bully comes in and just smacks- In other words, just kills a kid. Oh, he
0: cracks a- his head. Yeah, that's right. Because they're defending the big pile in the middle. Yeah. And then um, uh, Katniss shoots of an-, an arrow, um, which uh, clips open a bag of apples, which set off some landmines, which blows up all their loot- and then the people come back and realize the kid guarding it has obviously done a terrible job of guarding stuff, and so he straight away just breaks his neck.
1: Yeah. The entire cinema explodes into uproarious laughter. It's the funniest <laughs> thing they've ever really? seen. Really? Oh yeah, they love it. And and the lady turns to me and with a serious dire look on her face saying, These children are laughing <laughs> at murder.
0: <laughs> oh, Wow, that's amazing. See, that's the thing—you don't get that. It's always interesting. I, you don't get that from just watching at home. You don't necessarily get that sense, even if you would in the cinema laugh at it. Mm. You don't know that if you don't watch it in the cinema with people. Uh, I think that's really interesting. So, but um, what, what I was going to say is, yeah, I was so ready to just miss the whole series, but they've done it in like a series, almost like a. I was going to say a Nolan-esque, like it is like a gritty. Like they're not trying to make it too fanciful or whatever. Obviously, the capital is a very fanciful sort of space mm. and 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 uh city and everything but they've done it in a like let's actually make this grounded let's make it like emotionally make sense let's make it like cinematically very like nice and no it's not overly airbrushed or anything where some of these like TV and movies can be um and i really like that like visually and, and emotionally and storytelling wise it's all like a very it's a adults can absolutely enjoy this film without it being like oh, it's just a mushy love story whatever. Uh, which I really like. So that's cool. Yeah. And, and, and that's why it's really cool. My point, <laughs> where I was getting to this, the fact that they've done that means that they've brought in this amazing talent, like acting, like acting names, like Donald Sutherland, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Woody Harrelson, like so many great actors that you're like, they wouldn't necessarily, they wouldn't, they, they'd have to get like up and comers for all this kind of stuff or like, you know, central casting or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, if it was like a bit more trashy, if it was a bit more, but because it's such a gritty, like down to earth film, they're like, no, this is a good role. Like, this is an amazing role for Donaldson. It's an amazing role for Philip Hoff and for Woody Harrelson. Like, they really inhabit these characters. Um, so, I think that's really cool. I just wanted to mention that.
1: And um, I, I felt towards the end as well. This is spoiler territory, but it's not spoiler because you've seen the movie. Where um, they, they, the team has arrived home and it's like, oh, they've brought Peter back. And, and the last time you saw him, he wasn't looking too good. And then um, when Katniss rushes into the room... And there's the the person that, that's ripping themselves up from the bed, and and my first thought is, my God, it's Peter, and he's even skinnier now, <laughs> and he's bald, <laughs> and he's a woman. <laughs> but like it's, it's Gina Malone, and and I, yeah. I mean, probably what three seconds of screen time, mm. and she has not been treated well by President Snow. No. No. so And and that's that's the power of the story, that people are willing to... I don't know how much of that is computer magic or how much of it is, you know... Oh, okay. I see what you mean. Yeah. Uh, but she is, willi- she is willing to say, you know what? Dirty me up. You know what? Well,
0: part of the thing is probably because it's three seconds worth. That was pretty, like, <laughs> inexpensive <laughs> to do in, in graphics. They're like, well, yeah, they have to render three seconds worth. But I kind of liked it. It was like... Would, would she that-
1: show up for, like, you know, six hours worth of makeup to... I mean, you're not making Nightcrawler out of her. You're giving her some <laughs> bruises and stuff like that. But.
0: Well, I don't know. You, it depends what they show in, in the next one, whether she's much more... M- yeah, yeah, prominent. See, I wonder whether there'll be a time jump for number two, if if that allows for part two. But I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. But I um, mean, she yeah. was I pretty much... I really enjoyed her. She had a kind of cool, spunky character, obviously, uh, in number two. So, it's kind of... I'm glad that she's still around.
1: I remember her taking the clothes off in the elevator, which I don't think was in a book, but, uh. it, but it was a nice cinematic way to say, this is a lady that just does not give two rats.
0: Yeah. She does not give two flowers. A
1: <laughs> <cow>. <laughs> she doesn't give a single solitary turnip. <laughs>
0: I don't know. <laughs> um although this the other the final thing I wanted to mention, speaking about like strong female characters, it's I was thinking about it, it's really cool that obviously Katniss is the lead character and there's a massive movie franchise behind this one like a lead female character and people have got behind it and like people are on board with that. Like that's amazing, that's great. There's a huge action series effectively, action, fantasy, whatever. That's The lead role is female. Like, that's- mm. there's actually- I don't know, Can you even think of any? Like, Twilight, obviously. Like, well, well, I whatever. feel
1: like now there's a rush to- it's a kind of like, you know, yeah, the well, Americans and the Russians rushing to the moon.
0: Well, it's interesting because, uh, yeah, DC have slated Wonder Woman for 2017. uh Suicide Squad for Marvel, which is going to be Harley Quinn, which is the Joker's kind of offsider, mm-hmm. as well as a whole lot of female-like- kind of anti-heroines.
1: Yeah. And Captain Marvel was the big announcement oh, as well. Oh, yeah, that's that they're right. they going to do a female Captain Marvel. So,
0: there's a heap of them, which is really cool, that they're finally going to have some-
1: which, which, if oh, you sorry, look at- I
0: was saying Marvel's Suicide Squad. Of course, that's DC. I'm
1: Mixing yeah. that up. Um- um, but if you look at the slate for the next six years, I mean, Marvel have announced their Phase Three, mm. so we know a lot of superhero movies that are coming out in the next six years. There's something like forty superhero movies, and of those forty, <laughs> <know>, those forty, <laughs> you like you're laughing. It's pretty much forty <laughs> movies, and of those forty, maybe you know six would be female. Centered. Yeah, yeah. That's really cool. Um, it, it's, well, it's cool that it's not zero. It's cool that they're s- well, bringing the, the, yeah, the yeah. ladies in. Oh,
0: obviously, you'd like more. But, like, the yeah. fact that there are- there Until now, there hasn't been one Marvel movie uh, in the universe with a female lead. So, it's great, great yeah. they're like, do one, but then let's build on it kind of thing.
1: Yeah. For um, a really long time, they were, oh, you know, we couldn't possibly do a Black Widow movie. But now, they're actually bringing in- yeah.
0: I'm yeah. trying to think of but like non-superhero as I mean there's there was Salt with Angelina Jolie. Never got a sequel unfortunately. I was really curious about that cuz that movie was very short. It's like a, an hour and a half. Yeah, that almost and felt really, like a part it, 1. Yeah, definitely. It ended with going, "Right, let's do it." And then I think there was intentions to do a sequel and it just never happened, which is a pity. Uh I'm trying to think of other kind of lead females in kind of action roles. Not that many. I mean there's Red and Red 2. Um, We're kind of older Anyway But uh, the the thing is uh, All I wanted to say is It's awesome that that exists And Hunger Games has been successful And people have got behind that But uh, It's interesting that almost Katniss Actually doesn't drive the story that much In
1: It's a lot of terrible things happening to her Yeah That's the thing is that
0: I mean almost the whole The whole series Like Hunger Games She gets Well at least she She volunteers So that's one proactive thing she does At the very start Yep uh, and then, really, she's left in the dark. She's kind of along for the ride pretty much the entire of two until- entirety of two until she kind of messes up the plan by breaking through the force field, but it ends up being okay, even though they capture all those other people. Um, and that's the thing you we were talking about, because you don't actually know, and you still don't know. What the And that's really what the full plan was, whether they were going to get everyone out or not. You were yeah, saying yeah. maybe in the books it suggested that the plan was only able to get Katniss out anyway. Yeah But we don't really know what the full plan was Because Katniss just goes and screws it all up By breaking the force field And I think they just improvise Yeah Um, So that's really the only proactive thing she does in that And then in this part one of Mockingjay She's really just along for the ride And keeps saying no to things until she says yes to things You know what I mean Yeah
1: well uh, there is that kind of you know Follow her with a camera and don't script for her Let her be her kind of Mm. thing Um, but I, I like, you're right there, I kind of get mystified by the Jennifer Lawrence of it all, Mm. because I I remember, um, uh, X-Men, right, where Mm. where, once upon a time it was Rebecca Romaine mo Rebecca Romaine. Mm. I'm just going to stop it there (laughs) Uh, Playing Mystique And you say You get it in your head And you say No one else could play Mystique And then First Class comes along And maybe you've heard of Jennifer Lawrence by then Maybe you haven't You're like Oh who's this You know That's players. not even Rebecca Romaine Blah 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 And then by the time X-Men Days of Future Past Comes out And and The Hunger Games is, Is a thing And Jennifer Lawrence Is a thing And I was only thinking About this the other day in the same way that you get your Jack Nicholson onto Batman and then you say, we should write more Joker into this script mm, because mm. we've got Jack anyway. Let's let's get some of this action happening. Yeah. There was- I felt like there was a lot of mystique, a lot more mystique in- Days of Future Past. Mm, mm. To the to the credit of the movie, like I, I was at no point was I saying this is too much Jennifer <laughs> Lawrence.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, she's like, she's pretty much the center, yeah, center of that story, isn't she? Yeah, and that's really cool. And yeah, I don't know. I just I feel like I'm like Katniss for me isn't at the moment. She's not the hero. She's just kind of a byproduct or a a necessary element of the revolution
1: what this is how i i feel that jennifer lawrence is a a very very talented actress mm. is that a lot of what she does in the hunger games is whine and mope and be <sighs> damaged yeah, and well, be that's the you thing. know and Sorry, that, i didn't mean to
0: sigh so heavily but
1: uh, no but that's why i uh, like i go along with it like yeah. i eat it up with a spoon because she sells it somehow yeah she does like she does. like in this one in mockingjay i think they got the balance right where you know, people are saying, keep keep in mind what this girl has been through. You know, she's had to murder people. She's- her life has been on the line. And I almost felt like Jennifer, Laura, like, you know, Kat- Katniss mm. is- uh, she's even more strong than, you know, you, you'd even say to That's yourself- true. Take a sit down, Katniss. You're going too in fast. Fact, yeah.
0: I'm probably being a bit unfair to her. I mean, the opening of the- Film kind of depicts that. Like, that's quite a stark- Like, because at the end of mm. 2, you're like, yeah, let's go get them. And then the start of part- Three, part one. It's so hard to- <laughs> Yeah, so- yeah. I'm talking about three, part one. Um, it's- uh, Yeah, it's her, like, really, did, like, having some PTSD issues. And it's really stark, like- And, uh, yeah, it's kind of actually- Pretty great That they do Kind of pay attention To that emotional trauma And kind of pay Homage to it Uh Like kind of be like This is a serious issue But it's I don't know At the moment It's just a bit like Uh I guess maybe it's more like I just want you to Get up and fight more But that's maybe just me I don't know That's
1: how I feel As well to the point where Like the strangling at, at the end, and the strangling, mm. oh, I, to me, I was so uncomfortable with that. And they did the computer- They must have done computer magic on that to make it even more gruesome. Yeah. You know. That was,
0: yeah, that was pretty violent.
1: And and that he- She had to wake up, you know, with the brace on and, and whatever. And, and you, you say to yourself, almost to the point where they had to make it more gruesome- that you could still buy that she was, like, a strong female kind of- Right. You right. know, and and have the- and Like, even- I don't know if there'd be a bias there if that was a male character being strangled, mm. whether, you know, they would need- Like, y- 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 I-, I don't know if I I'm going out into weird territory. A, well,
0: I don't think- being a strong female it doesn't mean she needs to be, like, physically strong. I think it's- but, but you know, to like a-
1: to the point where he could have given her a bit of a choke and she could have woken up with a brace and, you know, you have your your Tony Abbott sitting in the cinema saying, oh, come on, he didn't even strengthen you that hard, <laughs> oh. love. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, like I precious know. little flower. But then, you know, I, I don't know if they yeah. had test screenings. I'm- And they come back and say, we want you to choke her really terribly. We want him- Yeah. Julian Blank was certainly in the cinema. Like, bravo! (laughs) Bravo! I I was really- Like, to me, that was pretty much gore.
0: Yeah, it was pretty- Yeah, it was pretty full on.
1: And I'm just
0: curious as well about whether part of the element was that he has super strength or he is so fearful of her that it makes him, like, super strong. Because clearly that's not- The fact that he- choking her someone pulled him off and he fought that person off even though he supposedly emaciated and like wrecked physically yeah the fact that he could fight someone off and then he needed a whack to the head with like a metal pot or whatever it was so that was depicting like stronger than just normal strength that's not just someone that's hanging out in the capital eating you know fine foods or whatever that's uh, that's some crazy strength there, in there. So I don't know if they'll explain that a bit more. That like why is he physically so strong despite his physical appearance, mm. um, or whether that's yeah, like it's like, they it, it's it's almost like they went to a point of kind of depicting that he is very strong.
1: It were well, almost to the of how. You know, like, her neck, with the computer magic, that it wouldn't necessarily do that Physic, I, I don't want to think about it doing that actually physically, mm. but that they represent it that way visually, it's almost like her neck is butter, you know what I mean? Like, it's uh, so... Oh, it's terrible. It's it's terrible to think, and, and what they do to her eyes, where yeah. they're, they're getting all... And and to me, oh, it's... <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, I, I don't know if we need to put a warning on the front of this podcast that we talk about this terrible, terrible scene. I think Well, w- you've seen the film. There's nothing
0: worse than that. Um, but um,
1: there is nothing worse than that. That's true. <laughs>
0: oh, God, I can't believe they talked about that graphic scene that I've already seen. Like, I think it's fine.
1: I feel like part of the impact from that scene was that you've seen that scene so many times before. And th- that is the length- there's a certain length where, like, you fight the guy off and then you're breathing again and the person's mm. offering to help you and you're like, no, I'm okay, I'm yeah. okay. Yeah, And And there's a certain length that it's like, no, 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 this has to, you know, for the purposes of the story, you have to die and it has to- the audience has to be convinced that you are dead, so it's just going to be a little bit longer. And it was- it was death- Time, you know what I mean? Like yeah, that's he strangled her for death time.
0: Yeah, like uh yeah, it's very often it'll be like, it, like two people fighting, strangled, gets up, keeps fighting. Mm. Uh or like the, the Inglorious Bastards one where I think yeah, that's yeah, the that's Diane a ch- Kruger. Yeah, where she gets choked to death. Yeah, yeah. Uh it is an uneasy amount of time. It it's is it
1: almost yeah. calls to attention the um the JJ Abrams trick. And he mm-hmm. did it in Lost I, I The other side of it is I'm not sure if it was him in Lost. I I just know that he was involved in Lost and they did it in Lost. <laughs> but they yeah. also did it in Mission Impossible 3 where you have the person whose heart has stopped. And the traditional, you know, trope is that you you do the CPR or the beating in the chest and whatever. And it doesn't work the first time. It doesn't work the second time. But the third time they get up and go, oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm fine. Whatever. I spit out a bit of water or whatever. Yeah. But with J.J. He likes to keep it going. He he, he did it tw- at least twice that I know of. Yeah. I don't know if he did it the first I say, time. I am going to say,
0: well, but. they resuscitate Peter in number two, and that feels like a- like, almost point past one or return, no return. Yeah, yeah, That's where they extended, really yeah. drag it out. Well, on that note, um, I feel like we should probably wrap <laughs> up.
1: I feel like we should really drag this out. <laughs> uh,
0: any final thoughts or hopes or predictions for number two? I guess story-wise, you know what happens, but...
1: I kind of feel, in the same way that the two Harry Potters, where they split the Harry Potters in half, and I really enjoyed that first half. And the second half kind of felt like you know, blueprints almost like mm. they had to rush to get everything done.
0: Yeah, I, I'm worried the same's gonna happen with other yeah. games. It's yeah, you're you're right. It's like it's a lot of setup in part one. Like let's 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 not go too fast because we still have another movie to make and then it feels like it's just gonna be alpha <laughs> leather. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well that's that'll be fun to look forward to in only a year's time, which is interesting.
1: I do there are some exciting beats to come in, in number two. I remember one or two be and there is there's a wink and a nod to at least one of them in the, in this movie, where I almost thought, "Oh, they're going to do this early," oh. but they didn't.
0: That's our movie autopsy of the Hunger Games: Mockingjay, Part One. If you want to tweet at us, let us know what movies you'd like us to cover, whether they're forthcoming or classics or even just total trash. You can tweet at us at Movie Autopsy. You can listen to this show a variety of ways: iTunes, Stitcher any podcast app on your smartphone. That'll do. That will do. Our next episode will be a trailer autopsy on the trailers for Pan and Jurassic World. We'll see you then.